0: Yes! Yes! Woo! Make some noise! Let's go! Let's get hyped! It's time for elevate! Yes!
1: All right! All right! All right! You know how we do. We're gonna kick it off with the game real quick. So, uh, but before we do, I don't know if you guys were here last week. we did this just because we did have a we
0: those of you who are here last week, um, for this month is Blast from the Past. So, with that said,
1: we're going to play a game that we have done from back in the day. An elevator, so to speak. So, I need seven volunteers over here and then seven volunteers over here. Raise your hands, or I'm gonna start picking you. Okay, we got two, three, four, five, six.
2: One more on this side. One more. All right, we got Steven over here. Okay, one. Gnarly. Never bored, but I got a board that I put on fours and it We need one more on this side. Demi. Okay. Alright, aim right. really quick really quick 27 on the side who am going who know that the die is the game you know what it's like you know what it's like your hand i'm getting i you ain't ready for the from this light to the one that All right, I need you guys to form a line Let me you on that the line, and okay. Okay. We played this game before Yeah join in Corey told me about the Matrix. Now that I'm play. about it. I bang with the same set the of the that I used to clank. See, look at Ayn't famous. Now, Some we people play this. know my name. No, I just we want to remain So that I'll take to the brain. Catch me so on, the of you have on the ground the train slow. That's what I can okay. pose. All my are going Being from the right.
0: right. What are gonna do That's kind of Bills high. like smoke. It's like an expo. with
2: like expo. Like a triple Me and my dogs leave. i person The once so, Okay, you're gonna squeeze, hands. So, okay, you're gonna squeeze hands, the kick Okay, you am going i to going down the line.
1: Now
3: we the
4: say
3: Jesus. See my and chains, a on and air. Hardy my father, still jeans. Yeah. the like? I see clearly now through my sunglasses. I know some And now we want to do with You can ask or ask Diamond. The real treasure I'm filled with. I know deep I you Let me know what a
2: disciple is. is someone who your disciples are here. I know nice. nice. But that's or that's, or that's, that's what we wanted to do. We want to be disciples, that ain't disciples Our goal
4: is
5: to have 100,000 disciples in
2: Chicago, with 50 churches
5: here in the city. 500 Ooh, around the world, streets. the big vision that we they got, amen,
4: so one of the special ways like to
5: connect with you is that life group, here at Elevate,
4: we meet every four weeks, oh, once a month, and our, a our life class group and is And be to get together with life group, we turn out, yeah, have a good time, homie, a and this popper, month,
2: our life group is to tomorrow, January 18th, here at the church, 2 p.m., and you know what we're doing? Movie really night! Nice. We're watching the Mighty Ducks! It's Saturday, 2 p.m. So we're ordering pizza. we have drinks. We're gonna
5: have a good time. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. We're gonna play a couple games. Gonna it's gonna last. be good that's stuff. Who's seen Mighty Ducks before? Yeah. Yeah. So 90s. Treasure, you guys! It's 90s. so 90s. 90s. Like, this 90s. came out when I was younger than y'all. So it's, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Anyway, next slide, please you have any questions, please ask a leader, but just be here at two o'clock. Invite your friends, everyone's welcome. Right, feel me? Y'all be here? Cool. All right, stand up with me.
2: Ahead, so front, I like so nice kicks and new clothes I like giving Five. old school yeah. records new flows I like money that I make when I do shows I But when I abuse words, those they so cool. refuse go I Let me tell you that. what I mean. yeah. in that I make And then after good, so on, on yeah. the parish means yeah. that yeah. supreme It seems people yeah. want oh. pleasure for reasons instead of seeking for some reason I thought that I wouldn't be lonely If I had women me Could not buy joy with the pain but my so good people people never God's favor. That, my currency i yeah. so glad that that ain't I know nice. look nice. money goes for that That ain't treasure. That's trash. Alright,
5: I have an example of what a tie is. Wow, 2014. Good number. What's 10% of 2014? Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, very, very, very good. All right, we have a verse. On the count of three, let's say it together. It's about giving. Acts 20:35. Remembering the words the Lord Jesus Himself said, "It is more blessed to give than to receive." Let's pray. God, let that be our heart. Let us know that we. It is more blessed to give unto others. Let us have generous hearts. It's more blessed to give than to receive. Help us to believe that and trust that, God, when we give unto your kingdom, you give to us, God, because that's the blessing, Lord Jesus. We just ask that you provide. In the name of Jesus, for every family that's represented here tonight, every household, God, that you would have their way in every which way. God, I just ask that you move tonight. Your presence, your power would continue to pour in this place and move in every heart. God, we ask that your worship, God, that our worship unto you would be pure, Jesus, that our hearts would be right before you, Lord God, that we would surrender everything, God, hindering us from hearing you from moving in us, God, we need you in this place. We love you in this place, and we want you in this place. So we invite you in, Holy Spirit. We love you, Jesus. Thank you, God. And in your name we pray. Have your way. Amen. So come up as you give. Bring on down the offering buckets. It's hell. worship y'all. So come on up to the front. Prepare your hearts for worship. Come on up. Greet your neighbor on the way. Get on your feet.
0: Right, test what to, what to, what two. Check, can I get a little bit more red
1: Mike? Can y'all hear me out there? Just a tad bit, just a little bit more, just a little more, just a little more, just a little more. Just a little more. There it is, there it is. There
4: it is.
1: Hallelujah. Thank you guys for coming today. Tonight, we're going to start off our sermon series, Blast from the Past. And I'm telling you, you guys aren't even understanding how awesome it's going to be this entire month. What God is gonna be doing in these services in your lives. Amen. So we're just gonna start out tonight with just worship. Amen. Come on, with all eyes closed right now in this place. We know God, you are good, and God, you're alive, and you fill this place, God. God, we ask Lord that you would fill this place with your presence, God. The Holy Spirit, your power, will come upon us as we worship. That, God, we pray right now from the beginning, God, as we sing this song, that you begin to touch our heart, convict our hearts, God. God, lead us to the secret place of worship, of intimacy with you. In Jesus' mighty
0: name. to be around. Sing it out. So my feet on the out. Sing it out. Oh, Sing it out. Sing it out. Sing it out. Sing it gonna hold me back it out. Sing it out. Sing it out. Sing my out. Sing you, I would like to be. for you. Amazing love, how can be? You gave everything for me. You gave everything for me. Everything. So you
1: lost my sin. You washed my sin. You washed
0: away the You of my You Forever Now I put your throne To claim this crown Through Christ's smile It's, it's yours now forever for singing nothing Yeah, nothing's gonna hold me back Nothing's gonna hold me back Yeah, nothing's gonna hold me back I was free. I'm alive to live for You. I'm alive to live for You. Amazing love, how can it be? You gave everything for me. You gave everything for me. I'm singing And now I'm free to live. I'm free to give. I'm free to be to love you free to live free to give
1: come on let's lift our free voices to sing this sound free i'm free to live
0: free to give, i'm free to be i'm free to love you Lord. my chains fell off my heart was free i'm alive to live for you i'm alive, to live for you. I'm alive to for you, oh, amazing love, how can it be? Gave. You gave everything for me. You gave everything for to me. free to live, and now I'm free to live. I'm free, free to, to get, Come on, let's sing this out. Free to be, I'm free to like love you. you. Free to live, free to give. I'm, I'm free to be, I'm free to love you. you. Free Let you know. We'll sing my chains. He gave it all. He gave it all. Come on, just right now, an
1: attitude of worship. Come on, I just wanna just share to every person in this place that you know that Jesus gave His life for you. And we say that so much, but I just want us to remind ourselves Come on, why don't you remind your heart here tonight? Why don't you remind your mind of what that means, that Jesus gave himself. Come on.
6: Jesus,
1: you held nothing back. You held nothing back. So tonight, God, we just ask, oh, Lord, that as we continue in these things, God, that our hearts wouldn't be away. God, our hearts wouldn't be directly involved in what we're doing, God. That it just wouldn't be lips from our words, God, but that it will be an expression of our heart here tonight. God, we don't want to do things to be religious. We don't want to do things just because it's what we need to do. God, we want to do it because we love you. We're desperate for you. We're hungry for you. Come on, anybody hungry for the Lord here in this place? Come on. Jesus.
0: Your presence fill our praise, fill our praise. Come and let Your presence fill this place. Come and let Your presence fill our praise, fill our praise. Come and let Your
4: presence fill this
0: place. Come oh,
1: sing it, come and let. Come and let Your presence
0: fill this Come.
4: Come and let your presence fill this
0: place. Come and let, Come and let your presence fill this place. Be our face. Come and let your presence fill this place. sing for you. For you. are the one we want. Shine through. All the praises that Pray. we see. Sing. We sing. Come, Come and let. Come and let your presence our praise. and fill us place. Come and let your presence fill Come and let your and let your presence fill us place. Fill our praise. Come and let your presence fill this place. Oh, come and let your presence fill this place. Fill our praise. Come and let your presence fill this place. We'll sing it again one more time. Come and let your presence. Fill our praise We'll come and let your presence fill this place for you. All the while we want to be, With Jesus shine through? All the praises and For you, for you, all the one we want to be, will Jesus shine through all the praises that we see. We see, we have come to give you highest praise, highest praise. Come, sing it. We have come to give You in this place. Oh, we, we have. We have come to give you From highest point, I praise, a fan, Let's sing this out. We have come to give You in this place for you. Of the world we want to meet Oh, Lord, for oh. you Jesus, shine through All the praises that we sing We'll sing for you For you Yes, oh. Of the world we want to meet To shine through yeah. all the faces that we see. It's all for you.
1: Come on, everybody, right now, would you just take one giant step forward? One giant step forward. Come on up to this altar. Let's just embrace the Lord here in this place. God, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your kindness. In Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, we ask that you would inhabit our praise. Holy Spirit, would you fill this place this place with your presence in Jesus mighty name Kitabaso dalabaso
0: larabaso karabaso Jesus from your heart this night, is all for you, here we are, here we are, Jesus, here I am, it's all for you, it's all for you, oh, the good and the bad, come on, the good and the bad. up for you Sing this out. It's all for you. Sing, here I am. Here I am, here I am. Come on, make it personal tonight. It's all for you. It's all for you.
1: Tonight, ladies only, it's so full.
0: A song for you, It's song for you. Here I am, here I am. Every voice, just sing it out. It's a song. Só foi of-
1: with an attitude of prayer to have their eyes closed come on and their heart open their ears open their mind open right now come on we're going to transition this time into a time of prayer come on in a time of coming before the Lord come on how many guys know that God is a holy God He is a holy God God is without sin He's perfect there is no one in the world like our God He is a holy God He's never made mistakes. Come on. He's never made mistakes. He's never sinned. God is holy. There is no one like him. And in this place right now, the Bible says, be holy for I am holy. The Bible says, be holy for I am holy. So right now, we want to give you the opportunity in this time of worship to come before the Lord and say, God, make me holy. Come if you're in here in this place. Come on, and there's sin in your life. There you come on up here, and there are things that you do in the dark. There are things you do in private that you're ashamed of. Come on, there may be things you might have done weeks ago that you hadn't asked the Lord for forgiveness. Come on, you may be having feelings in your heart towards people because they did things to you. Bitterness, unforgiveness, anger. Come on, maybe you're in this place, you're struggling with perversion, lust. Come on, whoever you are in this place, our God is a holy God. And our God invites us into these times of worship, and He's not okay with you living in sin. So He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross. Not so that we can just sing songs, but that we can come to Jesus and experience His grace, His love, and His forgiveness. So all across this place, with eyes closed, come on. Come on, close your eyes all across this place, eyes closed. We serve a holy God, we serve a loving God, we serve a God that is quick and ready to forgive you, to welcome you with open arms. But you have to get right before God here tonight. Come on, you have to make it right. You have to choose forgiveness tonight. You have to choose to have and receive love over your sin. Come on, whatever you're dealing with, whether it's addictions, come on whether it's mindsets in this place come on whether it's a lack of devotion come on that's a sin against God not putting him first whatever it is in this place Holy Spirit I ask that you convict hearts God let not one person leave this place thinking they're fine Holy Spirit I ask do what only you can do bring us closer Holy Spirit right now come and convict hearts come and convict hearts are desperate for you God come on as the Holy Spirit is going and he's speaking to your heart here tonight come on he's speaking here to your heart he doesn't want you to leave here tonight leaving the same because he knows of the power that's in Jesus Christ that when you call on the name of Jesus come on when you call on his name when every stronghold is defeated come on every chain in your life is broken off And the Holy Spirit comes and gives you new life. So this is what I want to do. If that's for you in this place, you want to come right. You want to get right before the Lord. I just want you to take a giant step forward right here towards this altar. Come on, all across this place right now. Come on, no shame. Come on closer, guys. Come on. If it's just you two, that's it. Come on in. Don't be ashamed, whoever it is. Come on. There's a Holy Spirit in this place. He's waiting for people to respond. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. For those who took a step, listen to me. I want you guys to come and put your feet by the altar right here. So that way we know who we're praying for. Come on. Don't be ashamed, guys. Whoever it is, take a step forward. Come put your feet. Touch the altar right here. Come closer. Come closer. Come closer. In Jesus' mighty name. Can I have some 2 wonders come behind them? Come on. Come on. Can I have some of my 2 just come behind them? Come on, and for everybody else that just wants to be blessed and wants more, Jesus, you guys, come on, just join us in this prayer here tonight. The reason why you step forward is you're not okay with what's going on in your life, and you realize that God has called you to a higher standard of living. God has called you to be holy, and you can't do that on your own. And God says he makes you holy. He covers you. He takes your past and gives you a new life but right now you have to be over with it the sin in your life that you've hidden the thing that you've done before god that thing that drove you up to this altar you have to be done with it right now i want you to come and just repent towards the lord right now in your heart say god never again lord forgive me of this come on and just speak it out come on this isn't a library i want to encourage you that there is freedom in this place come on God, forgive me of this. God, forgive me of my bitterness. God, forgive me of my perversion. God, forgive me for my for my mindset. God, forgive me of my unforgiveness, for my anger, for my jealousy, for my pride. God, forgive me of my lust. Come on. God, forgive me for my addictions, Lord. Come on. Whatever it is, just begin to say it. Lord, forgive me.
0: Jesus, my name. Holy Spirit, bring you life life in
1: jesus name when as you pray that just receive the new life that's in jesus come on just receive the new life that's in jesus you don't have to do anything you don't have to buy it you just have to come and say jesus come and make me new and the holy spirit sees your heart the lord meets you but come on you have to want it here tonight you have to speak it with your words come on you can't be afraid you can't be afraid any longer come on Father, we come against the fear of man in Jesus' name. Father, we come against the fear of failure in Jesus' name. I speak to every heart here today that it's not by works that they're saved, but by grace. Come on. We come against the fear of man. Come on, if there's anybody else that's, that's wanting to come up and, and get right with God, and you're just afraid because people are going to look at you differently. Come on, we come against the fear of man here tonight. You know you need to step on up here come on you make you can probably hide from us but you can't hide from god amen you cannot hide from god he sees you come on there's forgiveness come on if you're in this place and the lord is touching your heart right now if you came up here to the front just begin to lift your hands as you feel the grace the freedom of the lord come over your life you're never the same again in jesus mighty name you're not going to try harder Come on, you are forgiven of your sin. You no longer are bound to those chains. You are no longer bound to those addictions. Come on, what the devil thought he could destroy, what the devil thought he could tear down, Jesus comes and he makes it new. Come on, he comes and he makes it new. Devil, you cannot have them. You cannot lie to them anymore. Come on, you cannot lie to them. You cannot pervert their mind. You cannot deceive them. Jesus, Lord, we pray for your conviction. We pray for your grace to be upon them right now, God. We pray for your healing. Come on. We pray for your healing over their lives. What was missing is now restored. Whatever was broken is now fixed. In Jesus' mighty name, we claim it. No more depression in Jesus'
0: name. No more addictions in Jesus' name. Come on, no more struggles. Come on, no more falling back into patterns of sin. Come on, there's freedom. Freedom in this place. No more, no more. Satan, you can't have me. Devil, get your hands off of me. Come on, make declaration of faith. You're no longer the same in Jesus' name. Come on. come on that
1: he's forgiving you that he's giving you new life that you're not to same. come on the old person is dying come on is dead here at this altar jesus he makes you new you're a new creation those who the sun sets free is free of death, the curse of sin in my life is broken off because of you Jesus I have a new life God I ask that you give me the grace to to walk in this new life not to take it for granted but to come to you God and, and surrender daily every single day surrendering, picking up my cross and following you Jesus God I'm not going back to my sin, I'm not going back to the dirt. Yes, Jesus. You changed me. You changed me. Come on, would you with me? Just in an attitude of worship. Would you place your hand over your heart? Come on, we're declaring, Jesus, you changed us. We're marked by grace. Your grace is sufficient, God. Lord, that we ever say that we need something more, help us remember it's always been about you, Jesus. We thank you here tonight. We thank you for your love, for your grace that covers us. You're covering us right now. Come on, you may be feeling in this place like a weight has been lifted from your shoulder. You know why it's because God came and forgive you, and He covers you, and His grace covers you in this place. So, the lies of the enemy, though He may try. Come on, what you're hearing right now is God's love for you. There's a peace that comes over your heart, over your life. Come on. We thank you, God, for covering us. We thank you for meeting us here tonight. Come on, before we move on, just take a couple moments right now, just you and the Lord, and just begin to thank Him. Thank you, God, for meeting us here tonight. Thank you for setting me free. Thank you for forgiveness. You fl- Spirit would come yes, and find a place, find a home in our hearts. Yes. God, keep our, our hearts close to the matter. Keep our hearts close to Jesus. Yes. We want to see you, God. Yes. God, we lift up those who are their first time here tonight, God. Well, Lord, we pray. salvation we pray for forgiveness god we pray for your grace to cover us we thank you for everyone here father pray Lord, that you would continue to have your way come speak to us tonight i pray for the word lord that you prepared for this god for those who are sharing testimonies tonight that god you would empower them by your grace with your power holy spirit so that they can be a testimony and a witness to your son, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Come on and give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Come on. Come on, would you guys, in the attitude of, of prayer and attitude of worship, just make your way back to your seat. Thank you guys for coming here tonight um we got a, a couple of things planned for you guys that we haven't done in a while so you can see it as a little treat um it is going to be a blessing for you guys and um you know our leaders have prepared they've taken the time um they've prayed and uh, we're hope that you're blessed by this amen so tonight we're going to start off with a little skit for you guys okay and the skit is basically a demonstration of, of what we're going to be talking about this entire month, Blast from the Past, to give you guys an idea, a concept, a visual, if you will, an understanding of what is in store for you, whether you're here for the first time, whether you are a leader, um, whether you're an elder deacon, it doesn't matter who you are, we pray that you're blessed by this, that God will go ahead and tickle your heart and be like, man, this is for you, this is good, or, or convict your soul like, man, I, I need to come to the Lord. So we want to give a nice, warm welcome. Are we ready to go? Thumbs up. We want to give a nice, warm welcome to the skit team as they come on up. Come on, give them a hand clap. Come on. Come on, let's give it up for this skit team. Come on. <laughs> Thug Jerry. Yeah, I don't know her in her old life. I'm just, just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, guys, we also have, um, you know, uh, a sermon series. And, and I want to kind of preface what was going to happen next. This entire month, we're talking about who we were before we met Christ and the difference of meeting Jesus. Meeting God, having an encounter with the living God. You're no longer the same. And before I start preaching, we have leaders every single week that are going to come on up here, that are going to share their testimonies. As a matter of fact, we have for you tonight, Lawrence and Christina. Let's give it up for them as they make their way on up here. So they're going to share their testimony with you, who they were before Christ. When Christ came into their life and who they are now. So give them all of your attention as they begin to share what God is doing in their life. Amen.
6: Well, hello, everybody. Um, My name is Lawrence. Most of you know me. I'm a deacon here at Metro Praise. And uh, like Adam said, I'm just going to share my testimony really quick of how I came to the Lord and just kind of my journey through all that. Um, I have to admit, it's not the most craziest story out there. It's not like, you know, I was raised without parents on the streets, you know, got addicted to drugs at like six years old or something. That's not my story. That's not my testimony. Uh, Actually, I was raised in the church. My parents were saved. They loved the Lord. Um, And as as soon as I was able to understand and grasp the, the gospel and what Jesus did for me on the cross, you know, I accepted into my life right then and there, and it took root in my heart, and I've been serving God ever since. And, you know, I have to admit, Maybe you, some of you, you know, hear that story, and you're like, man, Lawrence had it so lucky. You know, he had two parents who loved God, who was raised in the church. Man, if I had that kind of lifestyle, dude, I would be so on fire for Jesus. You know, my prayer life would be so much better, you know, like, when I'd read the Bible, the words would open up and all that stuff. But here's the thing, you know, <laughs> talk about a blast from the past. That's about, that's me when I was about three years old. But uh, anyway, back to the testimony. Um, the thing is, even though I did have that kind of upbringing and that kind of, you know, environment, um, I still had to make a choice for myself whether I was going to serve God or not. You see, I was raised, uh, you know, in the church in that environment, and I had friends, you know. We were close. We were around the same age, and they were raised the same way I was. Grew up in the church, taught the things of God. Their parents were pastors, leaders, but they ended up going another direction. They ended up falling away from the Lord and pulling themselves away from God's presence, and I remember seeing that at that age and i'm thinking to myself what's going on like why are they doing this they, they have my story like their parents are this and all this stuff like why would they go in that direction and i was so confused and i saw them like what's going on but you see they made a choice and they made a decision to go in that direction and to do what they wanted to do their parents couldn't make that choice for them their pastor couldn't make that choice for them i couldn't make that choice for them i wish but i couldn't they had to make that for themselves and, you know, in the midst of all that stuff, I had to make my choices. Well, I, I saw that. I saw the compromise and the hypocrisy. You know, they come to church, they'd raise their hands, and they, they, you know, play the game. But as soon as they left the building, they were a completely different person. And I had to, you know, make a choice and a decision in the face of all that stuff going on. Like, you no, know, I'm not going to go in that direction. I'm going to follow Christ. I'm going to serve him. I'm not giving in. I'm not backing down. I'm going to stay committed to you. And I want to challenge you guys today. Make your choice. What choice are you going to make in your life? and the conversations that you have, and the posts that you post on Facebook, the relationships that you're in, the things that you listen to, guys, the things that you look at, what are you going to choose? Are you going to choose Jesus in those times? And, um, yeah, so, you know, it, even then, it's not like it's this boring, you know, uh, boring, dull kind of Christian life that we have to live now. Okay, well, I'm going to choose Jesus, but I'm not going to have any fun. You know, I can't do those things, so Whatever. I have to say, man, my choice and decision to follow Christ it has been the most enjoyable, most pleasurable, most amazing thing I could have ever done for my life, guys. And, you know, the world and the culture, they try and flaunt these different temptations your way, guys. They're, they're bribing you with garbage. All of that stuff is a drop in the bucket compared to the pleasures in God's right hand. And the Bible says that there's pleasures at his right hand and joy, fullness of joy in his presence, guys, and that's available to each one of you today, and, uh, you know, if you get anything from my testimony, get this, you have to make a choice for for yourself, and when you do make that choice to follow Christ, it's the best decision you'll ever make, and it'll change your life. That's my testimony, and that's my story. Amen.
5: All right, so I'm almost pretty much incapable of telling a short story. But I only have three to five minutes. So I'm going to really, really try um, to tell my story. So I am one of six kids. I'm the second oldest of six kids. Both my parents are born-again Christians. They raised us to love God, to know him. I mean, we had a crazy family. That's me playing with Play-Doh. Good times in the old kitchen there. Okay, so we had some really, it was awesome growing up in a Christian family. In hindsight, you know, back then I was like, we're Christians, cool. Like that's all I ever knew. You know, being a Christian, I knew though the Holy Spirit at a young age. I am so thankful for that. I knew the things of God. I grew around Christian leaders who loved me, were pouring into me. Not just my parents, but growing up in a church, we went to fam- we went to church as a family, and I was. It wasn't just me, my own family. You know, I was going to you know small groups, life groups, and being plugged in from a young age, getting to know leaders, being poured into. So I got to know the Lord right away, though, you know, the his truth was instilled in me at a very young age. So as I got older, I can remember knowing, okay, this pleases God, this doesn't. And I even went to a Lutheran school and even in my Lutheran school, you know, they, they believe they're Christians, but they don't believe in the Holy Spirit speaking in tongues, the Holy Spirit moving in power. And so I would get in trouble in religion class because I knew I was right. You know what I'm saying? I'm very outspoken. So I'd get in trouble in like religion class. So I'm like, Feeling the Holy Spirit. I know Him. I'm filled. I don't even remember being filled with the Holy Spirit speaking in tongues. Like, I was young. I don't re- actually remember it happening, but I can, you know? And so it was just something I grew up with. But when I got to junior high, it was kind of like this pivotal moment for me Like, am I doing this because everyone I know does this? Or am I doing it because I want to? Am I doing this because this is my choice? And I knew God. And I got to that place, and I was like, no, God, I'm doing this because of you. And like Lauren said, I grew up with a ton of friends who were, had the same story as me. They all had the same leaders. They all had the same friends I had, the same leadership. You know. I'm, and I slowly but surely, as I got older, saw them, few by few, just start making different decisions. And I was like, God, no, I'm choosing you. I'm making that decision to follow you. So high school comes around, and I'm still loving Jesus. I went to a small private school through eighth grade and I graduated valedictorian of my class but don't be impressed there's only seven of us okay it wasn't that hard to be valedictorian of seven children okay so but what's crazy is that I went to Lane Tech after that so I graduated with seven kids in my eighth grade class and I so desperately wanted to go to Lane Tech so I I was the first kid in my family to go to public school I go to Lane Tech with 1500 freshmen my parents were scared for my life but I made it and I loved it and I thrived and I loved Jesus and I started a Christian club, I um, did all kinds of things, like we had Bible study, me and my best friend some of you met her at one of our services a couple weeks ago, but we had Bible studies on Wednesday nights with Little Caesars Pizza, we did all kinds of things for Jesus, we, you know, we love God, and dude, that was, that was my, my whole thing, my whole life was loving God, and I didn't care if my friends were smoking pot or whatever, I was friends with everybody, but they all knew I loved Jesus, so things got, start to get a little interesting around 18. So <laughs> that's me at 18. That is me at 18. Okay, so all right, I'm going to try and make this part short. There's so many details, obviously, to my story. But the bottom line is, yes, I added that too. 18 and fabulous. Oh, man, that, I, I was 18, and I all my friends are applying to colleges, multiple, multiple colleges. And I felt really strongly God was calling me to be a part of this discipleship program called master's commission in Dallas. I'd never been there. I felt really strongly and I got in and all these things just lined up and I was like, okay, God, I'll go. So I go and the pro and I just got really involved in ministry. Lots of hands-on ministry. I'm in school. I'm doing Bible college. I'm studying the Bible. I'm busy, 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 busy. And I remember everyone that came there, Kate went to that school to be a part of that specific discipleship program. We had a service one night and the service was about not just, um, being saved anymore, I wasn't, okay, you know, everyone here is born again, but it was challenging us to take it a step further, it was challenging us to say, God doesn't just want, you know, you to be saved, he wants all of you, he wants all of you, and I was really challenged that night to say, okay, God, of course you can have all of me, of course, you know, I'm 18 at this time, I'm like, yeah, God, I want you to have it all, have it all, of course you can, God, I love you so much, you're my everything, you're my hope, you're my whatever I can think of, you are it for me. And I remember God saying that moment, Christina, are you sure? I'm like, why did God ask me, sure? are you sure? Like, of course, God. And God just responds, because the price you pay will be greater than the rest. And I remember thinking like, Like, for the first time, you know, in 18 years, I had had this covering of my pastors and my parents and all that. And I would never really been like a free bird in the world, just doing my own thing, feeling that weight of sin, feeling, seeing things exposed for what they are, and just letting God, just God let me feel it. Like, man, and I realized, I was like, this is going to cost me something. This is going to cost me something. And I was like, yeah, God, I still say yes. I still say yes. And so in that moment for me, that was like huge. That was pivotal. It was like, I'm not at home. I'm not, I don't know half the people here. I'm living totally outside my comfort zone. And I'm still, okay, Jesus, I know you're it. I'm choosing you. I don't care how hard this is, how uncomfortable I get or what it costs me, Jesus, I pick you. So time has gone on and I've been on Texas for about three years. I'm working the ministry. And in the time, you know, I've seen lots of good and bad throughout the years in ministry you know, a lot of it caused a lot of hurt, and I just kept get ba- kept getting back up and focusing on Jesus, you know. And I can't say I did everything perfect, but it was a process, and I was always learning and growing. Um, f- Excuse me. <coughs> well, there was a couple of weeks that happened, and that totally changed my life. I'm, try- I'm so sorry. I'm trying to wrap this up. So in a couple of weeks, I had, was home for Christmas. This was almost like, I don't know, four or five years ago now. I was home for Christmas break. I fractured my back, sledding went back to work about a week and a half later in Dallas to find out that I lost my job. Then I, a couple weeks later, ended up moving back to Chicago. It was the craziest couple of weeks. It was like my whole life turned around. Everything I thought was one way ended up being completely different a couple weeks later. And I just was like so jaded after all that. Like, God, what? Why did you bring me all the way to Dallas only for this to happen and bring me all the way back here to my parents' house? The last place I wanted to be with all my other siblings, like, really? Like, I just did not. I just was so confused. And um, I was really hurt, you know, and things that I wasn't okay with before it just gradually just became okay. Like, I started talking to this guy who I shouldn't have been talking to, you know, letting him in my life, starting to, like, form this bond with him and, like, really wanting that to happen. Even though I knew it wasn't supposed to happen, I didn't care. I knew it wasn't what God wanted, but I didn't care because I just didn't seem to care what God wanted for me anymore. I became so jaded, like the Holy Spirit, I'm not, I don't even feel him anymore. And uh, in hindsight, from where I'm saying now, that was a really scary place to be. So the time had gone on and about, I call this year that when this all started my dark year. And it may have been a very light shade of grave to some people, but it was still such a dark place because my heart was so full of, my heart was dark. I was so full of anger and depression, anger towards people, my family. I was so broken. I was such a broken person before the Lord and I needed so much fixing. So, um, I, during this time, I really kept thinking like, God, I know you're it. I do. But I just didn't know how to even get past where I was. I was stuck. I just couldn't get out of it. And I was going to this one church, but really wasn't they weren't moving in the, um, the gifts of the Spirit. No one, there There's no accountability. There was no discipleship. It was just a good message, and that was it. You know, There was no one connecting, pouring to me, or reaching out to me, and I was like, okay, well, whatever. I'm hearing a good sermon on Sundays. Um, but my biggest thing was, like, God, I know that there's something else. I know that you have something more. I've experienced and tasted it before. Maybe this is just a rough season or something. And um, the biggest fear of my life was becoming something that I didn't want to become. But I also, like, I didn't want to be that person that hurt me. I didn't want to be that person that burned me so bad in ministry. And I really felt so strongly God telling me, Christine, I want to use you in a big way. And I'm like, yeah, God, duh, totally use me in this big way. So I spent all this time trying to think, like, God, how can I do something big for you? Like, what kind of degree do I need to get? What kind of place or people do I need to meet? Where do I need to move? What do I need to do, God? Just started thinking, like, how am I supposed to do this? But here I am in this mess. Like, I'm still in college. I went all the way to Dallas. I'm not even out there anymore. What am I doing? Like, how is this ever going to work out? Like, I just felt so misplaced and confused about who I was and what I was doing. And um, I just felt really insecure about my whole life. Like, I didn't know what the heck was going on. I was like, really, God, I have no idea. So um, my godson turned one, and at the birthday party, I saw Rachel Rivera, who – Some of you know, she plays the piano here. She's one of our governing elders. And I talked to her, and I said, hey, you know what? Why don't me, you, and Nancy get together? Nancy, um, Pastor Nancy and her, I've known them for years. So Nancy actually used to be my, or Pastor Nancy used to be my junior high leader when I was some of your age. And um, so anyway, it's kind of crazy. I've known her for a long time. So they, I go out to brunch with them. We're reconnecting. We're talking. They invite me on the winter retreat. So I go on this retreat, guys, and I get rocked like, yeah, it was bananas. And so the whole thing was that I got this word or Pastor Glenn, the guy preaching who did not know me, came to me. And he basically called me out of the crowd and said, God says this. It's a simple word. God says you need to figure out who you are. And I'm like, stone cold, like, yeah. I do. I have no idea what the answer is, you know? And then he keeps, he looks at me, he's like, the that bear witness? I'm like, yes. I'm like, "Notes here, nothing. I'm like, okay, what's next? Like, what do you mean? He goes, uh, um, God says you're a bird and you're trying to fly, but you don't know how yet. And that was, that was it for me. I just realized like, man, God, That's it. Like, I don't, I have no idea where I'm going, what I'm doing, and I would always tell people, yeah, I'm a bird, I'm going to fly, I don't know where I'm going or what I'm doing, but hey, it's okay. Now when God says that, yeah, you're a bird, you're trying to fly, but you don't know how, I'm like, dang. I felt so salty, like, okay, what? But I was so cold-hearted towards God that I was like, okay. I don't know God. So a friend, or Lily, who you guys, some of you know, she took me and we prayed together, and right away she gets this word, and it's (coughs) Christina, God says that you need to remember what you promised him because he hasn't forgotten what you what he's promised you. And in that moment, I was just blown away because I was brought back to that moment in Dallas where I was like, yeah, God, of course you can have it all. I'm going to give you everything. God's like, are you sure? Because it's going to cost you something. And I was just so reminded about God's promises, like God saying, I still want to use you in that big way. I still can, Christina, but you've forgotten that Y- what you've promised me, to count the cost, to lay it all down, to surrender everything to me. And in that moment, it just flipped. Like, I changed. And, it, you know, it took time, but God just, the process of restoration was beautiful in my life, where God just began to mend those broken things in me, the, the fear of the future and not knowing what to do. And God just gave me peace to know, like, Christina, you don't have to have it figured out. You don't have to know how to do this big thing for me. You just have to be obedient to me. You just have to say yes. You just have to listen to me. And so I was like, okay, just took the pressure off. And I was like, I don't care, God, anymore. I'm listening to you. And he just renewed me, gave me that identity that I forgot about, that woman of God that I used to be, that strong woman, you know, who feared and loved God, who stood up for righteousness, you know. And so God just did such a crazy work in my life. And I started coming to Metro Praise after that and because I, I was very hesitant. I was like, well, it's a conference. Of course it's going to be good. So I come to church on a regular Sunday, and I am like, wow, I didn't know a church like this existed. So I felt really blessed by this church and the people here, and I felt so privileged to have found it. Like, this was like a little treasure. See, growing up in church, I went to lots of different kinds of churches. And so being able to be a part of this was something so special to me. I was like, man, God, I feel special that I get that you brought me here, that I get to be a part of this. And, um, like, even to this day, it's such a privilege to serve here to serve you guys, and so even being able to stand up here today is such a testimony because if God hadn't gotten a hold of me, if I hadn't made that choice to, like, God, I'm giving you everything, I I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't. I would be lost and confused. So that's most of my story for today. That's my blast from the past.
1: Amen, amen, amen. <clears throat> I love uh hearing testimonies because you can't fake those things. It's not like we paid Christina and Lawrence, you know, $20 each to come and say, "Hey, say how Jesus changed you." It's it's they came and you know, it's it's the testimony of what really happened in their life. And um you know, we all have stories outside of church and we all have a past. And the beautiful thing is that Jesus Christ comes into our life. It doesn't matter what our life was like before. And even now, he comes into our life. And And my sermon today is called, I'm no longer the same because of Jesus. It's funny, because when we think about blasts from the past, we think about, man, like that is old school. But also, as I was getting ready for this sermon series, God was showing me that, man, you know, not only does it serve in the fact that we're going back and remembering all the things that have happened in the past, but literally how God in our life treats us, how literally he separates us from the past, how he blasts the past so far, far away and launches us into our future. And and I was so blessed because, you know, the Holy Spirit, you know, he's just he's good and God's alive. He's not dead. Right. We sing songs like that. But let me guys ask you something. Ever know someone that when you met them, they changed your life? You know, for example, like husbands and wives can say that to each other. You know, Steve can say that to Carmen, man, when I met you, my life was changed for real. And it happens, you know, and, and, you know, another example, parents can say that to their children. Ever since you came into my life, my life has been changed. I got more gray hairs. <laughs> you know what parents yeah. may say? If we had your parents up in here, they'd come up and say, like, my life has changed because of that one. And, you know, and, and I can tell you, you know, we can also say that with best friends, Ever have a best friend? Like, man, they're the best, best friend. Like, they know everything about you, the good, the bad, the ugly. Best friends. Like, man, I've never been the same when I have a best friend in my life. And we can say that about mentors. We can say that about coaches, you know, people that spend time with us, that impact our lives. But did you know you can also say that about Jesus? Christians, we can say that about Jesus, that he's changed our lives, that we're no longer the same when we met Jesus. And it's not the fact that, you know, some people think that, oh, you know what? Uh, you met Jesus. Yeah. You go to church more. Yeah. You met Jesus. Uh, you just do more religious things. Yeah. You met Jesus. Uh, you think you're better than everyone else. You know, it, when you meet Jesus, you see what not only happens is maybe some uh, changes in your schedule. Yeah, that does happen. You do go to church. Um, you know, you, you do pray. You do read your Bible. Yeah, that happens when you meet Jesus. But you see, it's not just for these reasons that some people may think that our life changes when we meet God. Everything about it, what would it be like when you have an encounter with the living God? You know, ever since the creation of the world, God has always been leaving his imprint. God has always been leaving his mark to a humanity, to society that, hey, he is God. And one way or the other, people have rejected, people have ignored, people have missed it. If you look, all these different cultures and, and civilizations they have their forms of God so the concept of God is not new at all what we're talking about right here is not new they've been talking it since the beginning of the world but we get the opportunity here tonight to meet God to meet God to pray to God to worship God and I tell you the truth that your life will never be the same it, it will never be the same you're not just becoming more religious but literally your life changes. You see, the Bible says this. The Bible says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And we got to start there. You see, that's the problem. Sin. Sin is the problem. You say, when I say sin, immediately things come to your mind of things that you know you should not be doing, things that are evil, things that are bad, that you have done. Sin. For all have sinned. And fall short of the glory of God. Did you actually know that the word sin means to miss the mark? So we've all sinned. We've all missed the mark of what? Of God's standard. See, the question is, is there a God? That's not the question is, what does God require of me? And you see, the Bible says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's the issue. We've all sinned. Myself, the leaders here. First time visitors, everyone that you know has sinned and falls short of the glory of God. The Bible also says this, as it is written, there is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands and no one who seeks God. All have turned away. They have together become worthless. There is no one. Somebody say no one. There's no one who does good, not even one. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's in Romans. You see, before Jesus, here we are, we're born, okay? And we have our childhood and we come into our teen years and then we begin to understand the difference between right and wrong, you know, before your teen years. And and here's the thing, we all make choices. and, And when we make choices, you know, we've sinned in our life. separates us from God. And so here's, here's the problem. We are a people that is separated from God eternally, forever. Not only in our mind, in our hearts, but in our walk after when we die, separated from God. There's a problem there. Sin, it causes a problem in our lives. But the story doesn't end there. You see, it'll be a sad, a sad, sad day if, 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 if literally we'd have this issue called sin in our life and then the story would end there. It'd be sad. Where, where's the hope? Where's the, everybody likes a story that has a good ending. Ever see a movie that it made no sense because everyone at the end dies? It's just like, what? And why did I watch that? Literally, I watched a movie. And it was about a a family that was robbed. And at the end, everybody, sad to say, died. And I'm just like, what? And they didn't die like, oh, they just died. They died. Like, they were shot. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, you're thinking maybe the dad was going to come through. Maybe, like, and everybody's making silly, dumb choices. Like, I can't believe you just did that. Go through the door. Don't go back inside. And it doesn't make any sense. And if I were to tell you up here, man, we all fall short of the glory of God. Everybody has sin in their life. Amen. Let's go home. (laughs) Good luck with that. Literally, we would, life would suck. We would really be horrible. Ever make a mistake that you see the effects and the consequences of it pan out? Just like, oh, man, that's that's bad. Anybody still making those choices here today? And you see, the thing about Jesus, the beautiful, the glorious thing about Jesus, that when he comes into our life, he changes us. The story doesn't end there. You see, the problem is sin. Sin destroys your life. we got to be honest with that. We can't treat it as, oh, you know what, I, you know, I just have jealousy, or man, I, I'm just... Lusting after this. I'm just cursing a little bit. Man, you know what? I just I just smoked that one day. I didn't even it's not that bad. I don't smoke all the time, but maybe just that one time. Or maybe you know what? You know, you're under and you're drinking like it's okay, you know what everybody drinks, it's fine, it's cool, my friends do it, post it on Instagram. Sin destroys your life, and we need to treat sin as sin. It's not some trivial mistake that we've made. It separates you from God. So I think what first needs to happen is our attitude towards the thing needs to change. We need to see, like, man, that is an issue. That is a problem. Sin destroys your life. To miss the mark. You see, here's the best part, the silver lining, the good part in the story. see, sin may destroy your life, but Jesus, he gives you new life. That's why Lawrence and Christina... They came up here. They had a past. They said, this is what it was like. But when Jesus came into my life, he gives you a new life, not because you're cooler, not because you're taller, not because you sing better. It isn't because of, of anything that you can do. It's not a relationship based on performance. It's not a relationship based off, well, my parent was a Christian, so I guess... I'm a Christian too. It's, it's, not, it's based off of your relationship with God. It's based off of God's love for you. The Bible says this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone and the new is here. Does anybody hear me tonight? The Bible says that the old has gone. I'll read it again. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone and the new is here. See, the beautiful thing about meeting Jesus is that the old way of doing things, your old mind, think about it, the way you used to see your mistakes, like, oh, that's nothing. Now you can see it like, man, I, that separates me towards God. Man, you know what? That, that act, that issue, that thought, it's, it's literally killing me. It's literally killing the way I treat my family. It's killing the way I treat my friends, my coworkers, people around me. When Jesus comes into your life, He changes your life. That's why the Bible says, Hey, look, it makes a difference. The old has gone. What changes in your life? What changes? The Bible says, If the old has gone and the new has come, what is the new? The Bible promises that. The Bible says this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, How do you you get in Christ? What what do you... if anyone wasn't Dwight, here I go. Jesus, how, how do you how do you get in Christ? If anyone is in Christ, the new creation I come. See, when you come into Christ, it means that you ask God for forgiveness of your sins. You have to see your life; sin is the issue, is the problem, and the Holy Spirit, God, He makes you new. He brings you into the family of God. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, born again, anybody in this place born again, if anyone is in Christ, you're in Christ, not one day I was in Christ and the next day I'm not in Christ, no, I'm in Christ. If anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone. Now we got to look at our lives. There is a new and there is an old. Can you see it in your life? Is there a difference do you see a line across the sand say, man, that's what I used to be like. This is how I am now. Or is it every just like, ah? Oh, I'm just kind of going by, you know, whatever comes my way. I'm just one step at a time. Can you see the line in the sand and say, man, that's how I used to live. That's how I used to think. That's how I used to do things, but no longer the same. When Jesus came into my life, the old has gone and the new has come. There is a difference. That's not only noticeable by yourself, but people around you. The old is gone. Everybody get on somebody who 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 you know they just got saved, and man, you know where they're it's so. I love I love seeing people get saved for the first time. I love seeing people get rededicated because you know what? It's just like oh my gosh, they literally had a revelation of Jesus Christ, and they see the difference. The old is gone, and the new is come, and they have no shame. No shame. Man, I used to go clubbing. I used to have sex with every single girl that I saw. And they're like, what? Shh, don't say that. No, no, you don't understand. Literally, I was broken. My heart was torn. And I was looking for love. And when Christ came into my heart, I'm no longer the same. I love seeing it because they're literally, it's just like night and day. And it makes sense to them. The light bulb goes out. The old has gone and the new has come. The new is here. The new creation. You're made new. How are you made new? By the Holy Spirit of God. You're not made new because you do more works. Hello? Don't base your, your relationship, your walk with God because you do good things. That's not how it is. You're made new through the Holy Spirit of God. By His complete, His finished work, the old has gone and the new gone has come. I remember when I rededicated my life to Christ. Um, you know, I grew up in the church, similar testimony. But here's the thing, I wasn't living holy 100% to God. I remember coming to church, I was sleeping up, shacking up before I came to youth service. Literally, I would come and there was like an open condom package in my pocket. I'm just like, oh here we go. And every single time it felt like the, ho- the Holy Spirit was calling me out. And every time it was like, like Joe knew exactly what I just did. I'm like, oh my gosh, who told him? literally turning red and he's preaching and he's looking at me and he's pointing but he's looking at everybody else and I'm like no he's preaching to me and literally at the end come up for prayer come up for, and I, and I went up there because it was the right thing to do I didn't want to stay back there I didn't want no one else finding out what I was dealing with I saw my friends go up there give their lives to God and go after God but me and my girlfriend uh, I guess I'll go out there I don't want to be called out and be like what's going on I don't want people to know my business because I wasn't allowing God to make me new. I, I could have just kept on going, I'm doing church. I was doing good things. I was going to church, right? I was helping old people cross the street. <laughs> I'm doing good things, but not all those good things, none of those good things actually could have made me new. And, I, and, I, and it wasn't until I rededicated my life to Christ that I remember, I'm like, I'm drawing a line in the sand. I went up there. There was literally um, about, oh man, I want to say about like 12 or 15 youth that came up, and they wanted to pray. They wanted to give their life to God, and there might have been from 12 to 15 because they were short, <laughs> and I mean, me being this tall, and I'm going up there. Pastor Joe's looking around. He sees me. He's like, come on up here, so I, I go on up there, and they had like Fred Hammond no weapon formed against me playing in the background. And I'm over here like, uh-oh, something's about to go down. And then the Holy Spirit was just telling me, he's like, you're no longer going to be the same. And so Pastor Joe, he's just like, man, what do you want to get right with God right now? And I just put it out there. Boom. Sex outside of marriage, pornography, lust, anger, bitterness. I was holding nothing back. And literally, I just started feeling like this, like, sense of like, oh, my gosh, like, what am I doing? What am I doing? At the same time, I feel a whole burden coming off of me. I literally was feeling the old coming off of me and the new coming my way. And it was at the same time trying to realize and understand, like, I don't deserve this. Why is this happening to me? I was so bad. I've been to church. I should know better. I don't deserve this. And at the same time, the Holy Spirit was saying, no, you're new. I'm making you. I'm making you new. And he just prayed over my life. And I just remember lifting my hands and just shouting out Jesus. And at that point in time, it wasn't a couple steps. Like, maybe next week you come in, you get more newer no, God made me new right then and there. I was a new creation. I didn't have to wait for next week. I didn't have to wait till I graduated Bible college. That there, that point in time, God made me new in my heart. And man, I can't tell you this is the great sense of joy that came off the burden off my shoulders. I was tears coming down my eyes. I can remember just like I didn't care if there were a whole bunch of little kids. I didn't care if everybody else was younger than me, shorter than me. I didn't care who was behind me. I said me and Jesus. And I remember I went home because my parents they had an idea that I was a good kid. They had an idea that I was a a, a responsible teenager. And then I went home and I remember looking at my parents. I look, Mom, God, M- Mom, I'm no longer the same. Dad, I'm no longer the same. And I was just letting them. I used to do this. I used to do this. And they're looking at me like, You did what? And almost in the sister, they were getting like, what, You, you really? And I said, like, Yeah. I'll, well yeah but but christ made me new it's not about religion it's about relationship and they were like whoa what happened to i didn't care i remember i was telling my 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 friends about it baseball players you you get excited because you realize there's a difference like the old is gone and the new is here there's no waiting i don't know if you're in this place and maybe you're saying to yourself man one day one day i'm going to be a good person one day I'll, I won't be as bad as I am now. One day, I won't have the same problems as I'm dealing with today. One day, these addictions, these strongholds, these, these areas in my life where I'm not proud of, one day, that's going to change. Yeah, and one day, Jesus can change your life. It doesn't take multiple days. It just takes a willing person with an open heart and say, Today, Jesus, I want you to come today. The old is gone. See that day, February six, two thousand and eight, January six, two thousand and eight. I was in new creation, born again. I didn't have to wait for the new to come. When the Bible says, "The old is gone and the new is here," I'll read it. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. It's here. It's here. The old has gone. The new is here. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ. It's not just me, not just pastors, Bible college students, not just for those who are semi-good. The world, for Christ so loved the world, for God so loved the world. Not counting people's sins against them, and he has committed us. To this message of reconciliation. In closing, would you stand to your feet for me, please? Vinny, would you come and play for us on the keys? You can play the chords. And Lawrence, why don't you join them on the drums? And if we can have the rest of the worship team come on up here. As we're going to prepare worship and, and, and pray and, and celebrate for some. You know we celebrate you know that when um you know I, i'm blessed to have two cousins that right now are currently serving in the military um and they are uh, marines and um, one of them just graduated from marine boot camp and uh you know when um he graduated family went out there to go celebrate you know watch him graduate and um, when he came back he was greeted uh Uh, With the heroes' welcome, and he had not gone out for um, deployment or things like that, but you know, to be in the Marines and military, it's a it's a giant step, and it's a um, definitely something that would impact your life and change your life. And I remember that when he came back, and you know, it was it was something special where they literally went out in front of the house and they put this giant American flag. God bless America, this giant American flag and this giant Marine flag, and they put this banner saying, welcome home, Marine. And it was so cool. Me and Christina, we drove by at night and we saw, like, oh, my gosh, that looks so cool. And you know this, anyone that serves overseas and they come back, they're met with a hero's welcome. Even if you don't know them, you're applauding. You're like, man, you stop what you're doing. And you're just applauding. And you're realizing like, man, that person literally puts their, line, their life on the line. And they're so close to death. And we should keep those who are in We have families, friends, loved ones. And we should always keep them in prayer. But the idea is this, is that whenever someone is close to death and they come back, they made it. They're greeted with such a welcome, with such a warmth, with such, it's so good to see you. And, and the reason why I said earlier is we're going to celebrate in this place is because when Christ comes into your life, it's a celebration. Did you know that when someone gives their life to God, there is a party in heaven? Literally, I think the Lord has assigned an angel to be a DJ for eternity, and he's just spinning records up there. Every time someone comes up, hey, in this everybody think, I say hey, yes, what's up? I mean, literally, there is a party in heaven. The angels celebrate they gave their life to the Lord. And the beautiful thing is this. You don't have to wait next week. You don't have to attend classes for it. It's your heart towards God. The new creation is here. So with all eyes closed, all eyes closed in this place. God, we thank you that we don't have to work at it. We don't have to work for salvation you give it to us freely God we thank you that we don't have to worry about all the stuff that we did bad God because your grace your love it covers our sin and so right now I just I want to lift up those in this place those in this place because we know there are people here that give their life to God, that are living for God, that have made a decision. And though you may make some mistakes, you're not giving up on your walk with God. You're saying, man, the new creation has come. I know God has sanctified me. I know God is making me new. Right now, I'm talking specifically for those in this place that have maybe prayed that prayer a long time ago, and, and they might have fell off. I mean, you're talking about like, not just like, oh, I'm you, you stop loving God. You stop doing the things you did at first, going to church being discipled I mean you fell off with God there's a difference and and, and as I speak God is convicting your heart or maybe you're in this place and and you're the secret I fell off person like literally you would do everything you can to seem spiritual but really your life your heart your walk with God you fell off somewhere down the road you gave in to sin and sin has a grip on your life and you fell off Or maybe you're in this place and you've never prayed that prayer before where you say, God, come into my life. Make me new. God, I want to be a new creation in you, Jesus Christ. I want the old to go away. God, I want the old things, the things I used to say, the way I used to treat people, the way I used to see myself. God, I want that all to be gone. I want that to be in the past. God, I want to be a new creation. That may be you in this place. So whoever you are, whether you're that person that you fell off, or you're that person that comes, that spiritual things, but really your heart, your life, you're, you're falling off. Or you've never prayed that prayer where, God, I want to be new in this place. I'm talking to you tonight. Come on, everybody else, let's just begin to pray. I want you guys right now to, to just begin to search your heart. Holy Spirit, just search our hearts. Come on, we pray, Lord, that no one in this place would hide that God, tonight, tonight would be a moment of decision. got a moment of decision, God. God, search our hearts here tonight. Search our hearts. Come on, I don't even have to say anything more. God is already convicting your hearts. You know who you are. And the good news is this, is that God forgives you may be afraid of, of what people may think about you, if you come on up to these altars, if you say, man, I want God to do something else, you, know what, to hell with the fear of man, to hell with, with the fear of failure, to hell with what the fear of people may look at you, listen to me here tonight, there is a God who covers you in his grace, literally he wants to give you a new life. It's not one thing that you have to think, like, maybe one day I'll get that. Maybe I can be a better Christian. No, today, tonight, tonight, God is going to make you new by faith and trust in Jesus Christ. But you have to come on up here, and you have to lay it all down. You have to lay it all down. So right now, you know who you are. I'm going to pray for you. And then I want you to run up to these altars. I want you to come. If you have to get to your knees, come to your knees. Come on, if you just have to lay down, you have to lay down. I don't care what you do, but I want you to come on up here. I don't want you to stay in your seat. Don't let the devil steal what God's going to do here tonight. The new has come in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God, we rebuke the lies of the enemy in Jesus' name. God, we rebuke the fear of the enemy. man in Jesus name God we rebuke the fear of failure in Jesus name come on in this place God God I just pray for hungry hearts God God you're talking to them you're stirring their hearts and right now we declare freedom Come on if that's you I want to count to three and I want you to run from your seat I want you to run up here on these altars and I want you to cry out to Jesus come on the one who's going to make you new one because you tried everything else and it never satisfies two because there is a God in heaven who is alive who covers you in grace and love three come on up from your seat right now come on up come on up here come on up here come
0: come on up come on up just begin to pray come on just begin to pray in Jesus name no longer the same Victor no longer the same come on Jesus touch his heart you Gotta give him power give him strength no longer the same I speak the new
1: has come in Jesus name I speak the fire of God in Jesus name
0: come on no longer the same Joe no longer the same the fire of God in your life in Jesus mighty name come on come on fire Lord fire Lord come on Come on, cry out for it, Joe. Cry out for it. Come on, ask the Lord to make you new. Come on. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Isaiah. No longer the same. No longer the same. In Jesus' name. Come on. In Jesus' name. No longer the same.
1: No longer the same. Come on, what people said that you were going to be. Come on, they might have said you might have would amount to nothing. And you may have spent the entire life trying to prove people wrong. Come on, that's the enemy's lie. Come on, you will spend your entire life trying to prove people wrong. Look at what I've done. I don't need so-and-so in my life. God says he doesn't look for a show-off. You don't have to show off to God, Isaiah. No more showing off. No more wondering if they're ever going to be proud of you, or if anybody's ever going to notice. God says he notices you. God says he sees you. Come on, i just lift you up right now. Can I have a brother, can I Steve, brother Steve, can you come up behind him? I'm just gonna pray for you right now that the fear of man be broken off your life, Isaiah. That the fear of man will be broken off your life. You might have spent your entire life. You might have think like, I'm gonna spend my life proving people wrong. Look at me. God says you don't have to do that anymore. You don't have to struggle. You don't have to fight for my intention. You don't have to fight for my attention, Isaiah. God, I just pray that the fear of man, God, the fear of failure will be broken off. Be broken off in Jesus' name. Father, change his mind. God, remind him that he doesn't have to show off. You love him just the same. When he's made mistakes, God, you covered him with grace and love. When he's not able to understand it, God, you're there. God, I pray for strength. God, I pray, Lord, that he wouldn't look to the people to try to please them. But, God, he will constantly look to the heavens. Look to you, God, and please you. Devil, you cannot have him. You can no longer lie to him. That he will never feel a joy or a peace in his heart. But I pray that the joy of the Lord will be your strength. Come on, I pray that the joy of the Lord will be your strength, Isaiah. God, guard him. Guard him in his walk, in his life. You have to work for a new life. You don't have to try real hard for a new life. Come on. You don't have to work for it. He gives it to you freely. Can I have a woman leader come behind her right now? She's getting a breakthrough. Come on. I feel a breakthrough in your life tonight. I feel a breakthrough in your life tonight you don't have to work for it it's free my prayer for you tonight is that you'll never forget that it's a free gift when you fall into sin when you turn away from God Turn right back. Don't hold on to it. Don't hold on to it saying, making yourself feel more bad. Just give it up. You got to pray, Lord, that you will guard her mind. The enemy is trying to play tricks on your mind. Come on. When you look all around you, you see calamity. When you look all around you and your family, you may think that there's no hope. The enemy is playing tricks in your mind. Jesus is your hope. Come on. You don't act because of fear. You don't act because you have nothing else better to do. You act because of love. You act and you move, you pray, you read your Bible because he loves you. He loves you. And I pray that your grace would cover her. Every moment, every every part of the day, God. We come against the enemy's lies. We come against the enemy's lies no longer have to work for salvation you don't have to work for it just give it up give your life over God, i pray that you give her strength to make decisions in her life wisdom god how to live for you how to be an example in her high school in her family in jesus mighty name stephanie just continue to pray for her come on i feel like god is just really speaking and touching her heart jesus God says he loves broken things, Maria He loves broken things He likes to fix it He likes to get his hands dirty Come on He really does Doesn't matter how dirty we may get Doesn't matter how dirty you may become in your and you're hardening your mind. You're never too broken. You're never too dirty for God to come into your life to clean you, to bend your heart. You're not looking for anything. When everything you want is found in Jesus, you don't have to look anymore. Come on. No more looking. Just turn your eyes towards Jesus. Just turn your attention towards Jesus. Come on, you find everything that you would ever want in this life and, and in the next when you die in Jesus. So take comfort. Come on, can I have just a woman leader come behind her? Just come in agreement right now. You find everything in Jesus. You find everything in Jesus. Sika Carmen,
0: can you just come behind her right now?
1: What we're going to do, we're going to pray for you, okay? And I just had Carmen come over here and lay hands and so let you know you're not alone. Because you feel that all the time, don't you? You feel that a lot. Just as Carmen puts her hands over you, and you can physically feel that you're not the only person in the room, is what God says to you that he wants to put in your heart. So that you can know that you're not alone. That God, when he says things, I will never leave you nor forsake you. You don't have to guard your heart anymore. Like, you're going to leave me too. God, I know it. just one day it's too good to be true. No, no, no. God, is say you can open up your heart the same way you feel Carmen right now with you because she's touched you. The same way God, the Holy Spirit, would it be in your heart in your darkest moment when you're all alone, when no one's there, when you're crying yourself to sleep. God says he's there with you you don't have to cry for his attention he's there you just gotta remember you just gotta fight come on the devil's trying to take you out he's trying to lie to you he's trying to make you feel bad come on it's not about being the the prettiest it's not about being the one who's the most popular it's not about that God says he'll take the broken things and make it better God says come to him as the way you are But God, I have so many things. I I have so many questions. I have so many things in my heart. It's okay, Marie. Come. Come, 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 come. Don't let your questions hold you back. Come. He invites you to come, Marie. So God, I just pray for her right now, God. God, I pray for the stronghold in her mind in Jesus' name to be broken off, God. That stronghold, God, that has been placed there through the hurts of family, through the hurts of people, through the hurts of people's words in her life, God, I break that stronghold right now in Jesus' name. And I speak freedom, freedom right now into your mind, Marie. Freedom in Jesus' name. Freedom that you wouldn't go looking for pain, that you wouldn't go looking for a reason to feel bad, that you would look for Jesus Christ, that you would look for your Lord and your Savior. Jesus, God, I pray for that stronghold to be broken. I pray for the lies of the enemy, God, that she's been believing to be broken. No more. In Jesus' name, no more. No more. No more. You know what you're going to do tonight, Marie? Before you go to sleep, I want you to go home and I want you to read how much Jesus loves you. I want you to bury your face in the Bible. Because when you wake up in the morning, the first thing that the Holy Spirit's going to bring to your mind is how much he loves you. Don't you ever forget that. Don't you ever give up. That every morning that you wake up, man, God reminds you of how much He loves you. So tonight, if you're not going to bed normally, you're going to go to bed, you're going to get into your word, and you're going to pray. And God's going to speak to your heart. Come on. No longer the same. No longer the same in Jesus' name. No longer the same. Karma, just keep on lifting her up right now. There's such a sweet presence over you right now. You may have thought to yourself, like, God would ever take notice of me, yeah, he's noticing you right now. Come on. Come Come on. Jesus, 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 Jesus. I just hear the Lord speak to my heart, Marco. That the times that you feel distant from God in moments when you've not listened to him and and you've walked away and, and you've fallen into sin, those moments God sees that you feel so bad and it's his Holy Spirit convicting you. And it's been some of those things that has been keeping you from being intimate with him. And in your mind, the way you see this working is that if I do more good things, maybe God will notice me. Maybe he'll forgive me. Maybe I can pray this and me. Maybe he'll come and he'll tell me he loves me. And you're treating it off a of works relationship. That the more you do good things, the more he loves you. But let me tell you, even when you made that mistake, when you in your mind think that you're the furthest away from God, he was right there every single time. He's saying, I'm right here. I've never left. What a good God. What a forgiving God He forgives you of your sin This mighty name. Come on, if you're still in this place, it's a right about the time. This is this is what we're called, it's called lingering. Is we're staying in the presence of God. God is speaking and doing things right now in the spirit. So for those that came up here tonight, let there be no more doubt in your mind that the new creation has come. The old has gone and the new is here. You don't have to fight for it. You're new. Every time the enemy comes and lies to you and brings up your old habits, come on. I am new in Jesus. So here tonight, before before we close out, before we close out, and we're gonna close out and, and you know it's already getting later. What I want what I want to do is this, guys. If you came on up here and you're a new creation in Christ, get the word out there. Tell somebody. Bless somebody. As a matter of fact, before you leave tonight, let's get some good godly practice. You're in a church. You're you're around people that love you. You're around people that encourage you, support you to live for Jesus. Why don't you share with a brother or sister, when we dismiss in prayer, how you are a new creation. Why don't you get some good practice? Man, this is what God did in my life. When I went up there and prayed, man, that's exactly what God was speaking to my heart. And I felt the chains of bondage come off of my life. Hey. We love hearing those testimonies, eh? So before, when we pray and we close out, if you came on up here, why don't you share your testimony, what God was doing in your heart. Blast from the past. The old has gone and the new has come. Amen. So in closing, would you stand to your feet for me, please? Sorry close our eyes and bow our heads God we thank you for the new creation that is promised to us in Jesus Christ the Bible doesn't say and maybe you'll become new it says the new creation has come it is here so God I I pray for all the new creations here tonight that God you would give them strength and endurance God that you would cover them Um, that God you would remind them how much you love them how close how near you are we love you. We thank you, God. We also pray. When we lift up tomorrow's life group, God. That, God, even in our fellowship, God, you would inhabit our fellowship and our time together, in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, "Come on!" And everybody said, "Come on!" Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen, amen. Once you greet your neighbor, once you love him a little bit, we just got a couple of minutes. We would definitely want you guys to fellowship, meet somebody new. Why don't you go ahead and share your testimony of what God is doing in your life? If you came on up here, received prayer, go ahead and share it. And we see you tomorrow at two o'clock. Tomorrow here at the church, two o'clock.